You are listening to WTUZ Radio Podcast. Welcome to WTUZ Radio Podcast. I am your host, Rhonda, and uh, this is an update. Fortunately, unfortunately, I will have to make this a series. When is enough enough? This is part two. Um, Over this celebrated United States Corporation holiday called the 4th of July, There has been a series of violence in the melanated community. And specifically, as usual, you have melanated children and teens who are the result of that violence. And the um, predators in the cases of this weekend have all been melanated teenagers. And all of this violence and activity is going on in the melanated community. So I'm just going to real quick, just go through three cities. Just going to pick three cities. But I'm sure I can literally pull up any major city in the U.S. And there is a 90% chance that there is going to be a high level of violence on this holiday weekend. So let's start with Chicago. Chicago sees, and this is out of Newsweek, Uh, okay, this isn't the one I was looking for. Da 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 da. Okay, I'm gonna skip Chicago because uh, the Chicago one I pulled the wrong story. So, um, I'll go back and get the Chicago one, the the correct Chicago one for the July Fourth weekend. Let's jump to Atlanta. This is uh, Atlanta local news. Another violent weekend in Atlanta leaves 14 shot, one dead. Crime scene tape and police lights were common sight in Atlanta this weekend as 14 people have been left suffering from gunshot wounds and another has died. Atlanta police told Channel 2's Audrey Washington that they were investigating more than a dozen shootings within the city limits just this weekend. One of those shootings saw four people shot in the parking lot near the Trap Museum. (sighs) Just the fact that it's a Trap Museum is, is disgusting within itself. It's absolutely disgusting. If I'm not uh, mistaken, I think that's courtesy of T.I. That's the finest he could offer Atlanta, a trap museum. But let me continue. An Uber driver's dash cam captured the shooting showing more, showing the moments shots were fired and people dove to the ground. 
I was pulling up to the location and then I heard some pops a ways away and then some much louder ones as I got to the building, said Uber driver. Then I see a ton of people running towards my car and diving under the car and getting under the car that was in front of me. Channel 2 Action News is still working to get an update on the condition of those four victims who were all taken to the hospital. Washington sat down with Atlanta City Councilman Michael Julian Bond and former DeKalb County Director of Public Safety, Dr. Cedric Alexander, to discuss how the city can turn away from the violence. We have to send a communication to the public for those who do wrong in our city that if you commit them in Atlanta, there's going to be a quick and swift response and that we're, going, we're not going to tolerate it, said Councilman Bond. Adding more police officers is not going to fix your problem if you're going to do the same thing that you've done with others, said Dr. Alexander. Dr. Alexander believes the solution has to start with leadership. We have the ability to bring the right people to the table and gather intelligent information that is going to unquestionably and ongoing, he told Washington. Police have not made any arrests in the shooting near the Trap Museum. So you mean to tell me That all of this violence jumped off by something called the Trap Museum, created by a local Atlanta, Atlanta rapper that came out of the Bankhead Projects. He created that. He's now a multimillionaire. He lives in the suburbs, but created a museum in the inner city, not a museum that could be based on, let's say, math. Not a museum that could be based on science. Hell, not even a museum that could be based on video games programming. I'm trying to think of things that even that Melanated Boys could be slightly interested in. And even if you want to scrap the math and science, hell, let's get to the video games and the AI and the robotics. Not a museum based on any of that. Not a museum based on general basic business skills. Not a museum based on general business skills and linking up with local businesses that can sponsor for teens to have summer employment. Not a museum on that, but a trap museum. And 12 shootings happened around this trap museum with one dead. And if anybody cannot understand and grasp the pure energy that has been put out there and what is being returned, I can't help you. 
These are the things that are unacceptable that are going on in the melanated communities. Where are the parents? Where are the adults to set an example? Now that's just Atlanta. Now just remember all this, all of this shenanigans. These are teenagers happen around the trap museum. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to New York. Uh, let me make sure I got this right. Uh, Cause I said 4th of July and it could have been wrong. Okay. So I might have to backtrack and just leave it to Atlanta uh, let's see, let's see, let's see when this came out. Okay, I can't file that one. So, all right, New York, I'm going to, I don't want to lie on you, New York. I said 4th of July, but it brought up another date. So that was just in June that New York had 22 shot dead uh, for one weekend. New York had 22 shot and five dead. So I'm not going to uh, call New York out for that because I want to specifically focus on um, July 4th weekend. So let me go back to Chi-Town. That's what I get. I should have pulled <laughs> the right article. All right. So this is Fox News, Chicago's local Fox News. Chicago, July 4th weekend violence. 100 people shot, including 11 children, and 18 killed. At least 100 people were shot in Chicago over the extended holiday weekend, including 11 children and a police commander, and 18 were killed, according to information released Tuesday. There were 69 shootings from 6 p.m. Friday and 11.59 p.m. Monday with 100 people wounded, the Chicago Police Department said. The 18 murder victims are believed to have ranged in the age from 19 to 46 and include at least one person who was fatally stabbed, police said. Meanwhile, some of the shooting victims were as young as five and six years old. The Chicago Sun-Times called it the city's deadliest weekend of 2021 so far. Eight shootings were reported on Friday evening into the night, with the first recorded at 6.30 p.m. local time. Police said two 20-year-old men were in a vehicle that was stopped at a red light when an unidentified offender approached the vehicle on foot and began shooting the victims. One of the victims suffered five gunshot wounds through his torso and back and was pronounced dead at an area hospital. The second victim was shot in the leg and was expected to survive. At least two other murders were reported before the clock struck midnight. At least 12 shootings, including five murders, were reported on Saturday. 20 more were reported on Sunday, including two in which people were killed. On Sunday, a 46-year-old woman was discovered in the early afternoon inside a South 
Holman Avenue home with multiple lacerations to the body, police said. She was pronounced dead at the scene and police are investigating. At about 4.40 p.m. that same day, a five-year-old girl was in an alley in the area of South Normal Avenue when she suffered a gunshot wound to the right leg, police said. The child was rushed to a local hospital and is expected to be okay. Separately, a 27-year-old man was riding a jet ski around 4.30 p.m. Sunday with the woman, 25, riding as a passenger when he was T-boned by a different jet ski being operated by a 53-year-old man. The 27-year-old suffered trauma throughout the body and could not be saved, according to authorities. <sighs> Six people were wounded in one of Monday's shooting alone. Police said two males ages 13, 21, and 26, and three females ages 12, 29, and 34 were stuck in a drive-by shooting reported just after 1 a.m., police said. The 21- and 26-year-old men could not be saved. The 12-year-old girl suffered critical injuries. Do you all, and I'm not going to read any more of that because, shit, it's, it's depressing. Do you all understand who is dying in these streets, in the melanated communities at a large alarming number. Now remember, this is just one weekend. That's not including what goes on every day throughout the year in the melanated communities. When is enough enough when are the men going to stand up in these communities and start taking a hold of this problem you have young melanated men dying at a high rate in these neighborhoods as well as young girls when is enough enough? If the melanated community cannot get their own neighborhoods intact, it starts with healthy families, it starts with parents, and it starts with leadership, male leadership in the melanated communities. This is a huge signal to the health, the overall health of the collected melanated. When is enough enough? One last thing, and I'm going to get off here. I'm not going to be long-winded because this is depressing. Um, I hate to have to do this series, 
but I have to do it to put it out there in forefront to make it clear what my stance is and what the focus should be. Because I can't with clear conscience talk about all of these other great things when as a collective melanated folks don't have the basics down. I cannot with the clear conscience talk about all of these other things when as a collective melanated folks do not have the basis down. Having healthy families. Having healthy neighborhoods. Having male leadership. Healthy male leadership in melanated communities. That should be the focus. That should be the SOS. Because anything else, you're just fooling yourself. You are losing an entire generation. It has to take leadership to correct it. We have to be honest with one another. We have to hold each other accountable. Across the board, from our parenting to the way we treat each other, to what we do in our neighborhoods, how we move in our neighborhoods, and the lack of man leadership in our neighborhoods. We have to hold each other accountable. And work must be put in. All hands on deck are needed with melanated men. I'm going to say that again. All hands on deck are needed with melanated men in these communities. Now, last story. Everybody knows I am an avid gardener. Um, a young man, he is 16 now, a young melanated boy. Uh, he lives a couple blocks over from us. Well, he did live a couple blocks over from us. And he's been stopping by here even before I moved back to Columbus. I want to say maybe since he was like eight or nine, something like that, he would come through, he would walk the streets and ask people, um, did they have any work for him? You know, rake the leaves, whatever the case may be. And so my sister told me about him. She's like, don't be alarmed if he comes over, blah, blah, blah. He was about 11 when I first met him. And I just really loved that young man's drive to just walk the neighborhoods. Do you need your lawn mold? Do you need weeds pulled? What, what, help do you need outside? I just highly, highly respected that. So I always kept him busy. So he moved recently moved out of the neighborhood. I'm like, okay, such and so make sure you come back and visit. He's like, oh yes, ma'am. I will. I still have a cousin that lives 
around here. So I'll be, you know, visiting my cousin and then I'll come back and visit you. I'm like, okay, cool. Cause I still need your help in the yard. Woo, woo, woo. So he came to visit me over the weekend, which was perfect. Cause of course I always got some yard work. So we're in the back pulling the weeds and I'm discussing the plants. Da, 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 this. And so he says to me, he's 16 now. So I've literally watched this young man grow up. The sweetest kid. I mean, very sweet, respectful. I've literally watched this young man grow up. And so he said, Miss Rhonda, you know I was shot. I said, what? When? He said, a couple weeks ago, I got eight pins in my hip and I'm going to um, have to get a hip replacement. And I said, okay, wait a minute, baby. First of all, you don't need to be out here pulling no weeds with me with all of this situation going on. I'm like, what happened? And he said he was with his cousin and some violence. I, I, he really didn't give me a deep explanation and maybe he just couldn't remember. I don't know. He said he was with his cousin and he wind up getting shot. And I asked him, um, you know, did they catch the person? And he said, no. So of course that really, really hit me hard. Cause I have, I have literally witnessed this young man grow up. Literally, the stuff is, it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. It is crossing. It's hitting us all. It's hitting us all. These are the babies dying in these streets at the hands of the other babies. It's just simply not acceptable. So I'm going to say again to all of the babies that lost their lives uh, this weekend to violence um, and all of the adults that lost their lives to violence this weekend. I send out my condolences. I send out my condolences to their families. Uh, to the young people, again, um, I issue an apology for the state of these neighborhoods. And I am ever so sorry that these are the conditions that you are stuck in. I know these aren't the conditions that you created. And I'm just sending out just as much healing as I possibly can. And I hope that it will catch some of you, some of your spirit, some of your soul and your heart to do something different. And I understand that you have to see different. You have to see the examples from us older folks you have to see it in order to be it. I understand that and I apologize for that. And again, to the adults, 
This is not acceptable. We have to do better. We have to do better. We can't bury our head in the sand and talk about all of these other issues and who needs to fix these other issues when our children are dying in the street at the hands of one another, where the elderly, the women, and the children are not safe. They're not safe because they are the victims of violence of folks that look just like them. This is not acceptable. It's time to wake up, stop making excuses, and get to work. Men, the women cannot no longer carry the back of the community. They just can't do it. You have to step up to save your sons. You have to. Because if you don't, you will be responsible for a generation lost. Lastly, I say, when is enough enough? So wishing everyone well. Uh, Sorry to have to bring you this news, uh, but I'm going to have to keep this series up to put it out there. (sighs) This has to change. So uh, have a great day uh, to all. This is Rhonda with WTUZ Radio Podcast. Peace and love.